Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, now, here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant. Welcome to another edition of Full Circle, the classic Jesus music radio show, taking you back to where it all began. And on this episode, I'm going to continue taking you back by playing some of your requests, along with some songs that in one way or another into those requests. They're connected. Also included some of the hit songs from the year of 1985 I thought you'd like to hear again after all these years. You'll hear songs from the likes of David Meese, Morgan Cryer, Rob Frazier, and Petra, along with some artists who you may not be expecting to hear on this show. More on that later. For now, we'll start things off with a little lady who almost everybody knows, Miss Amy Grant. In 1985, she released her ninth album called Unguarded, which helped propel her into the mainstream with singles such as Find a Way, Everywhere I Go, and this featured song, Wise Up, which reached the number two spot on the CCM charts. The song provides the Unguarded album with its title in the lyric, Better Use Your Head to Guard Your Heart. And that lyric essentially summarizes the song's central theme. With a new groovy and grittier sound for Amy, one you may remember. With her famous leopard skin jacket intact, here's Wise Up.
Some great advice. Timeless. On Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. And now I come to my first request on this episode from Randall Hildreth, who writes, Dear Jerry, Do you remember a singer-songwriter from the 70s and early 80s named Doug Howe? In my early years as a believer, a few of my older Christian friends raved about Doug Howe's depth in lyrics and music. So if you remember him and have any of his music, would you play some on the show? And by the way, I'm really glad I found your podcast. It brings me back to an important time in my life and my early faith. Contemporary Christian music meant so much to me. It was hard to find any of it in my little town in Ohio. I recall a significant decision during my high school years. I changed the frequency on my clock radio from a secular pop radio station to a contemporary Christian music station. And even though the signal was weak and on stormy nights, there was a lot of fuzzy in and out reception. But the music, along with the solid teaching programs like Pastor John MacArthur, really grounded me in my faith. I didn't have anywhere else to turn for discipleship except the radio. Well, anyway, thank you for putting this music back within reach. I'm in the long process of converting several OLPs into digital tracks for my iPod so I can take this great classic music with me anywhere I go. God's blessing to you, Randall. Well, thanks for that letter, Randall. It's funny that you'd ask about Doug Howe because just recently an old friend of mine lent me some albums that even I didn't have in my vast collection of Jesus music. And one of those LPs was from Doug. So, just to give you a little background on Doug that you may not know, he was raised on a farm in mid-Michigan and went on to the University of Michigan majoring in music composition and then got involved in Youth for Christ and other Christian groups. He then performed with the group New Jerusalem for a couple of years, then joined Good News Circle, which was a traveling evangelistic singing group based in Elgin, Illinois. And after traveling the U.S. and recording an album, Doug left the group and began performing solo. He traveled all over the U.S., mainly in the Midwest, singing in many college concert halls, coffee houses, and churches, and produced five solo albums during this period. With the title track to his second album that serves as his testimony song, as well as being inspired by Romans chapter 6, here's Doug Howe, and I've been freed. And when I come back, we're going way back to the band that was formed the year I started playing Jesus music on the airwaves, 1972. <laughs> Do you know who that band was? I was living in a box in the city, oh no. I was really raised in the country and an orchard of blossom And I want the whole world to know 
This is Jerry Bryant, and, well, what can you say about our next group that hasn't already been said? Probably one of the best all-round Jesus music groups that ever was, and, of course, I'm speaking of Petra. Formed in 1972, the band took its name from the Greek word for rock. Though formally disbanding in 2005, Incarnations of Petra have played reunion shows in the years since and released a new project in November of 2010, including a monster concert that was filmed by TBN at their Nashville TV studios, as well as a documentary that yours truly was honored to interview the gang for. A lot of fun. You can get the new CD and find out about the documentary when you go to www.classicpetra.com. That's ClassicPetra.com. Our feature song was inspired by Matthew 25, verses 35 through 40, which says, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him. Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invited you in or needing clothes and clothed you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go and visit you? The king will reply, I tell you the truth, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did it for me. Here's one of their remarkable hits from the classic Beat the System Project with lead singer Greg X. Vols and a song that landed the number seven spot on the charts on May 27, 1985, Petra and Hollow Eyes.
hollow eyes. Petra, on Full Circle, where I'm taking you back to where it all began. If you've just tuned in to this classic oldie show through the airwaves or on the web, I want to let you know there's a lot more coming on Full Circle. Interviews with the choir, Brown Bannister, Greg X. Vos, John Elefante, and lots and lots of others, including the classics from the early 70s and 80s. Could there be a reason that you wouldn't want to keep listening to the show and do a little to help keep the show on the air? Ask the Father what He wants you to do and either send it to the mail address listed on the webpage or use the PayPal button right above the video in the left panel. Go to www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com Do it right now. And thanks. Hi, this is David Meese, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant, the classic Jesus music radio show, taking a look back to where it all began. This is Jerry Bryant, and next up, Rob Frazier who at one time was a member of Petra. (laughs) But many CCM fans have no idea he was ever part of that aggregation. Rob is the son of a pastor raised near Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and studied in King's College, New York City. In 1979, Rob was a member of the legendary Christian rock group Petra, where he played the keyboards and guitar while trading lead vocal duties with Greg Exvolz on the album Wash Is Whiter Than. After Petra, Rob embarked on a prolific solo career, releasing seven albums. And, as many of my regular listeners know, he's frequently worked with Steve Camp in writing many of his hit songs. Over the years, Rob's collaborated with numerous artists inside and outside the CCM scene, including co-writing the 1982 hit, Play the Game Tonight, from the rock group Kansas. From his debut album, Cut it away on light records. Here's Come On, Elaine.
sounding an awful lot like the pop superstar of the 80s, Rick Springfield. <laughs> All right, there I've said it. That was Rob Frazier with the song Come On Elaine, which landed the number five spot in the charts on May 27, 1985. Today, Rob is on the leadership team at the Belmont Church in Nashville, Tennessee. Now, my next song has a tie-in to both Rob Frazier and Steve Camp as they are the duo who wrote the song for this next artist, Connie Scott. Canadian Connie Scott had her first album on Sparrow Records when she was only 20 years old, but it was apparent that she was no amateur singer. Years of vocal training had preceded her career debut. Pop, ballads, with the same skill and ease, hitting each and every note with crystal clarity. Now this featured song has a twofold message, one that's both a warning and an encouragement. It alarms us about the traps that Satan loves to set for us, but it also takes a cue from Ephesians chapter 6 to put on the full armor of God. And so like the Rob Fraser song we just heard from, it also landed in the number five spot on the charts just two months later. From her 1985 sophomore album, Spirit Mover on Sparrow Records, Connie Scott and D.O.A. And next, we'll transition into something on the other end of the spectrum, a band that had its early influence from none other than Leonard Skinner. He's an angel of light 
this is Jerry Bryant, and this next group may seem like an odd choice to feature on Full Circle, <laughs> due to the fact that it comes from the secular Southern rock group, the Rossington Collins Band. But the story goes as follows. The band was formed from several of the musicians who survived the tragic crash of the plane carrying the members of the band Leonard Skinner, and one of those survivors was the keyboard player Billy Powell. After the accident, he rethought much of what he'd been doing with his life, and he started looking back to the faith of his childhood. The band was around from 1979 to 1982. Then in 1984, Billy joined the short-lived Christian rock band Vision, who we'll hear from right after this song from the band's debut album. The lyrics from this featured song tells the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, and the accuracy of the lyrics in regard to the scripture Although somewhat sketchy, ultimately paint a picture of the need for one good man in the city of Sodom or in someone's life, either as a parent or a husband. From the 1980 album Anytime, Anyplace, Anywhere, the Rossington Collins Band with one good man. And we'll continue with the rest of the story when I get back.
the Rossington Collins Band, featuring the late Billy Powell. And in just a moment, you'll hear more about this remarkable keyboardist. So stay with me. Full Circle. Full Circle. Back to where it all began, with Full Circle. Glad you stayed on board, because I have another half of this episode to share some great music and some great memories. The late Billy Powell was a member of our next featured group called Vision, after Rossington Collins had broken up. This was an all-out evangelistic effort. And how Billy became involved is chronicled in a book called Freebirds, The Leonard Skinner Story. Here's an excerpt from it that tells how it all played out. Billy Powell had decided that the only way he was going to continue on with his life was with the blessings of the Lord. He joined a Christian band called Vision. It's a long story how I got in a Christian band, he said. I was in jail for a DUI, and, well, that's where I met Jesus, actually. I became a Christian, and shortly after I got out of jail, I met Roger Marshall lead singer and main songwriter for Vision. Next thing I know, I was going to church. I was in a Christian band for four years. And that's where I finally just realized to learn to forgive and forget my past mistakes and just move on. I was probably the most humble you'd ever imagine. I got my health back, didn't drink, drug, or anything. Just stopped cold turkey without any treatment. I finally realized that the past is the past. Don't be bitter about it. Be blessed. On January 28, 2009, Billy Powell died at the age of 56 at his home in Orange Park, Florida. He had called 911 at 12.55 a.m., complaining of shortness of breath, having missed his appointment with the doctor on the day before his death. The appointment was for a checkup on his heart. The EMS responders found him unconscious and unresponsive. The music he had recorded with Vision was played exclusively at his funeral. Many Southern rock musicians were in attendance, including the Skinnerd and Vision bandmates and their families, Hank Williams Jr. and many others. The next song draws inspiration from Romans chapter 6, verses 5 through 7, which reads, For if we have been united together in the likeness of his death, Certainly we also shall be in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man was crucified with him, that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves of sin. For he who has died has been freed from sin. From their 1985 debut album on Heartland Records, sounding more like Petra than a southern rock outfit, it's Vision and the song Old Man. i 
We're changing things up a bit with a song from singer-songwriter Morgan Cryer, who had a top 10 hit with this song back in May of 1985 that ended up peaking in the number 8 spot. An exuberant expression of the joy that Morgan had when he thought about all that the Lord had done for him. And he's still singing that song today as the Lord's richly blessed him, his wife, and seven children. From his debut album called Keep No Secrets on Star Song Records, Morgan Cryer, and the techno-driven track I Get Carried Away. Stay with me for another track that also comes from a secular band with a Christian member who crossed over. In my closet, on my knees, prayers are bouncing off the ceiling back at me. In the breakthrough, the Holy Spirit's way. And I lose myself in Him and get carried away. Louisiana native Morgan Cryer. And I get carried away. And speaking of Louisiana, this next song's from a group called Louisiana's La Rue. Like the song we heard earlier on the show from the Rossington Collins Band, this next track comes from a secular band with a Christian member. Glenn Kaiser from the Resurrection Band once commented, if you're a Christian in a secular band and cross over with your music, be sure and take the crossover. LaRue was a pop rock band founded in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Their music, though pop-oriented, combined many elements such as funk, R&B, Dixieland jazz, rock, and some Cajun flavoring, thus defying a pigeonhole into one definable category 
like many other diverse Louisiana artists, common to an area known for its many musical influence and taste. They had their heyday from 1978 to 1983. In 1979, the band was the opening act for the popular rock group Kansas. And it was during this tour that the leader of the group, Jeff Pollard, befriended the guitarist, keyboardist, and primary songwriter for Kansas, Carrie Livgren. During this time, Carrie had become interested in the Arantia book, a series of papers that claim to be a revelation authored by supernatural beings. Now, Jeff, who was a Christian, began to have long discussions with Carrie concerning whether the Bible or the Arantia book was the accurate record of the life of Jesus Christ. And because of the debates, Carrie became convinced that the Bible was the genuine record of Christ, that he had been mistaken in following the teachings of the Arantia book. And after a private hotel room conversion experience, he became an evangelical Christian. I had a chance to run with Jeff Pollard from LaRue while living on the East Coast for a season. I mean, it was so cool to see him hand out little New Testaments to folks who came up to talk with him after the concerts. He told me that many, many would confess to him that at one time they'd been Christians, but had fallen away. They had been moved by his songs, and they were willing to receive his encouragement to respond to the stirring of God in their hearts. And many times in those smoky bars and concert halls, with a tender heart freshly open, Jeff would lead them in a prayer as they returned home. In the mid-80s, both Jeff and Carrie would leave their respective secular rock groups, with Carrie continuing on in the music field and Jeff focusing on a teaching ministry. He's now the teaching pastor of Mount Zion Bible Church in Pensacola, Florida. From the group's self-titled 1978 album, Louisiana's LaRue and Backslider.
Slider on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Written by lead singer and guitarist Jeff Pollard from the band Louisiana's LaRue. As I mentioned earlier, it was through Jeff Pollard's testimony and revelation of truth to Kerry Libgren from the rock group Kansas that he finally surrendered his life to the Lord. So I thought I'd tie in that song with one from Carrie's solo album, Seeds of Change. Now, our featured song is something very different. Imagine what it would sound like if Kansas collaborated with Pink Floyd. If you did, then you'd have the song to live for the king. A slower-paced progressive rock number in which the late Ronnie James Dio's emotionally charged vocal delivery perfectly complements its majestic feel. The song reflects Carrie's affirmation of his newfound faith and accompanying lifestyle. Some old Kansas fans have also pointed to this track as his farewell song to the band Kansas, which he helped to form. Looking back to 1980, Carrie Livgren, To Live for the King.
to live for the king. Carrie Livgren with lead vocals from the late Ronnie James Dio on Full Circle, back to where it all began. Well, after a pretty eclectic show, I thought I'd leave you the song that would be familiar to many of you, encouraging you in your walk with the Lord and to share the treasure of the knowledge of God's salvation to others. This closing number comes from David Meese, who have had the pleasure of having as a guest on the show. You can go to the website at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com and go back into the archives of past shows to episode number 77 and check that out as well. Did you know that you can download all of the past episodes of Full Circle at our website and you can even get new shows sent to your iPod automatically free of charge. Now this is made possible by people who give financially to the ministry. Either large or small, it all matters. You can connect with us through the PayPal button at that site or use the snail mail address if you prefer using checks made out to Full Circle. Just simply go to www.fullcirclejesusmusic Don't leave out the Jesus. fullcirclejesusmusic.com Thanks so much. Okay, back to the music. This song was one of David's most popular next to the tune he's most noted for, which is We Are The Reason. This music was composed by David, but the words were written by Michael Card and songwriter extraordinary Mike Hudson, who in the 70s and 80s had written over 75 songs for other artists, including Amy Grant, The Imperials, Petra, Michael W. Smith. With a song in the charts for 17 weeks, Landing at the number one spot on July the 2nd of 1985, David Meese. And you can go.
let it flow. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a JSR production. This is Full Circle.